listening to the Dana Crypto Show, Bitcoin and Common Sense. It's a write-off for them. How is it a write-off? They just write it off. <laughs> write it off what? Jerry, all these big companies, they write off everything. You don't even know what a write-off is. <laughs> do you? No, I don't. <laughs> but they do. And they're the ones writing it off. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's me, comedian Tony V, and you're listening to the Dana Crypto Show. I spent 20 seconds with this guy, and I now have gold-plated teeth. Listen to him. He knows what he's talking about. Dana Crypto, if you're hearing me, that's where you gotta be. Your lack of passion is unforgivable. I shall have to beat you. Bitcoin and blockchain technology. Yeah, Mr. Crypto. That's right, man. Listen to me. Listen to me good. You're listening to the Dana Crypto Show. It's the first FM radio show. Now podcast Boston Podcast Network. You know where to find those guys. You know where to find me. Well, listen. Part two, baby. Part two of this debt ceiling nonsense this debt ceiling fiasco what's going on man can't they figure it out you're just kicking the can down the road don't know that wow so here's why (laughs) i'm getting a lot of this from yahoo finance shout out to my peeps yahoo finance man these guys on top of their game lately man on top of their game Here's why the U.S. doesn't have to pay off its $31 trillion mountain of debt. According to Dana Crypto? No. No. It's not according to Dana Crypto. You better shut your mouth before I shut it for you. No, it's according to this guy, Paul Krugman. Who the hell is Paul Krugman, man? Who is this guy? Well, he's smarter than you. Smarter than me. A lot. The U.S. government doesn't have to pay off its $31 trillion debt. Paul Krugman said. He said it, man. If you say it, how do you back it up? That's what she said. Government debt can't be compared to something like household finances, he continued. While governments, for one reason or another, run up large debt, it is, as far as I can tell, unusual to pay off those debts. You're getting this fresh, man. The U.S. doesn't have to pay off its $31 trillion mountain of debt. He's an economist. 
the Paul Krugman man. Shout out to Paul Krugman man. Hitting back at the idea that the government finances can be compared to household balance sheets in an op-ed weeks before the U.S. possibly defaults on some obligations. Wow. He explains it. You need debt. Sometimes debt is good. See, here on the Dana Crypto Show, we profess no debt. Excellent. Absolutely excellent. Government and otherwise. Though individual borrowers are expected to pay off debts, the same isn't true for governments, Kruger argued. In a column on the Dana Crypto Show, no, I just report it. Did I just say that? I just tell you, man, I am the one who's bringing it to you. From the New York Times on Friday. Wow. That's because unlike people, governments don't die. (laughs) And they gain more revenue with each passing generation. So here's how governments exist. They exist then. They must service their debts. Pay interest. Repay principal when bonds come due. But they don't necessarily have to pay them off. They can issue new bonds to pay principal on old bonds and even borrow to pay interest as long as the overall debt doesn't rise too much faster than the revenue. (laughs) And And they're against cryptocurrency. And they're against cryptocurrency. This is the government. Don't shoot the messenger. Don't hate me. I'm just bringing it to you. I'm reporting it just like Yahoo Finance is reporting it. The only ones reporting it. So the debt to GDP ratio hovered around 97% interest payments on that debt. It's only around $395 billion a year, according to the Office of Management and Budget, or 1% of last year's GDP, or gross domestic product. It's what we produce. So you keep that ratio. (laughs) It's a game, and it's a shell game. But what did he say, Paul Krugman? What did he say? Government never dies. They just keep going and going, and people friggin' die. And we are dying. We are dying. And it's a slow death, man. It's slow. That's what the government wants. Keep that debt. The debt ceiling, man. It's crazy. So historically, it's also unusual for governments to pay off large debt. Krugman said, not Dana Crypto. I want to clarify that. Let me clarify that. Krugman said, such was the case for Great Britain, which is widely held onto debt it's incurred as far back as the Napoleon Wars. Back to the Napoleon days, they still, they're still kicking it forward, man. Napoleon, he's riding, he riding horseback, man. He got some debt. Let's go to Waterloo. We'll figure it out there, I think. I don't think so, Napoleon. You're bad. You can't do this. And they're continuing that debt. And then we know what happened at Waterloo. But the government lived. The French government is still going, man. It's still going strong. And they're going to carry that debt. Cruise interest. People buy these bonds. And those bonds are due. They make more bonds to pay for the bonds that are due. And they pay interest to the American people. And we put out goods and services. So debt is good. If you have invisible money and you have a pocket, it is to infinity and beyond. You just keep piling it on and piling it on and kicking it down the road. 
That's what we do. This is a fact. I only come on the air here, Dana Crypto Show, first FM radio show, now podcasts everywhere. I only come on to tell you the truth. Let's talk more about this Krugman guy, man. I want to know Krugman. His argument comes in growing contention over the U.S. debt level, with policymakers still sparring over the conditions they want to raise the country's borrowing limit. They've done it a hundred times before, a hundred times, hundred in history, and we're only two. <laughs> country's only two hundred fifty years old, man. We're not even two fifty yet. And what's going on then? It's insane in the membrane. As we continue, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has said he would reject a short-term debt ceiling increase unless spending cuts are negotiating. Haven't proposed a bill that would slash around $4.5 trillion in spending. You see, in, in this regard, the Democrats actually understand that it doesn't matter what the fuck you do because uh, it really doesn't because we're just going to kick the can down the road again and again. Just how fast you want to get there, man. You want to go to infinity and beyond? And some people have standing on principle, and maybe rightfully so. Bottom line is get the government out of your life. Get them out of your bedroom. Get them out of your bank account. Send lawyers, guns, and money. That's what you need to do. Congress now has less than two weeks to raise the borrowing limit before the government could potentially run out of cash. But what does that mean? Run out of cash? You're not going to run out of cash. You know you're not going to run out of cash because it's invisible. You just got to get the Democrats and the Republicans to decide how much and when we're going to spend this and make this invisible money. Because it has to go up. It's politics. They're playing politics on you. You. You fool, you. You fool. We all are fools, man. Look at it. But I pity the fool. Then it's going to come down to the wire and the Republicans know, oh, no, we can't do this. We can't let it go down like that because if it does, we'll cost us the election. We'll tits up the economy. It's not going to be good. That's not going to be good. How can that be good for a... We won't get the votes. I'd like to help you, son, but you're too young to vote. Too young, man. But you can vote. Well, we want to go with you. And so it just goes on and on and on and on and on and on. So let them fight. Congress has less than two weeks to raise the borrowing limit, as I said, for the... Government potentially run out of cash, said U.S. Secretary, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. I love Mrs. Yellen. How's your melon smelling, Yellen? A default on the country's obligations would result in catastrophic financial markets. No! No! Experts have warned. Krugman has called for the debt ceiling to be abolished. As a risk of the financial... He's an economist. I'm not a politician. He's an economist. This is what he went to school for. This is what he knows. This is what he eats. He lives it. He breathes it. He understands it. He's dedicated his life to it. He's, he doesn't have sex with his wife because of it. Potentially. I don't know. I just made that last one up. But you get the point. <laughs> okay? But Krugman has called for the debt ceiling to be abolished. 
you imagine? And then they could just print what they want and give everybody everything. And then and it, it, it's kind of gotten to that point, don't you think? Don't you think it's gotten to that point at this point in time in our lives? I mean, it, it, it's kind of insane, really, when you think about it. Well, let's take a quick break. We'll have some fun. We'll mix it up, man. Life is too short, man. It's too short. It goes by like that, like that, like that. And we'll be right back. You're listening to the Dana Crypto Show. Bitcoin and common sense. They'll be right back. Oh, God. Oh. It's me, D. Snyder from Twisted Sister. Formerly of Twisted Sister, but it's a technicality. Be that as it may. I hear when... Dana, you used to play We're Not Gonna Take It repeatedly. You know, in some countries that's considered child abuse. I consider that hashtag good parenting. That's right, Crypto News, give the beat on the street, give the stuff that's hot, man, dang hot, real hot. You're listening to the Dana Crypto Show, it's the first FM radio show in America, now podcasts. You know where to find me, just Google it, man. You Google the Dana Crypto Show, I come up, like, instantaneously. It's 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 like a magic thing going on in the world, because everybody knows everybody else's stuff, man. You can't hide your stuff on the internet, man. I hate this generation, I hate this world. But I love it. I love it. But I hate it. But I love it. But I hate it. But I love it. So a lot of things happening in the world today in the Bitcoin world. You gotta you gotta look at the big things. You gotta look outside the United States of America because there's a lot of shit happening outside of the United States of America that, that's forming the world that we live in. Let's take a look at Dubai. Man, what a crazy place Dubai is. You ever been to Dubai? Wow, Mr. Crypto, been to Dubai. Bummer. I stayed out on that Palm Island. It's like an artificial island. This is a whole scene, scene story. I, I, I will be telling you about my adventures in Dubai. This was, oh, a few moons ago. But yet, 
continues to grow. Funny you should say that. By definition of Dubai, it's the definition of excess. If you can do it and think of it, it can be done in Dubai. They make islands out of sand. Could never do that in the United States. Oh my God, you couldn't even bring it up. They're making land. I've always said there's no more land in America. Well, guess what? In Dubai, they're making land, man. They're making a lot of it. Like the Palm Islands. I stayed on the Palm Island. I went out there. I saw it firsthand. It's incredible. It's, it, it's incredible. You took sand, dredge it up from the ocean, you're making islands, man. Then you're building like multi-zillion dollar houses. And let me tell you something, 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 something about Dubai and all you pro-American people. Every friggin' American company is over there. I went to the uh, Mall of the Emirates, which is one of the largest malls in the world. You get a ski slope inside the friggin' mall. Oh, come on! In Dubai. Mr. Crypto was there. I can tell you firsthand. I don't have to re rely on the news. So right now, it's crazy. So if you can imagine it, you can make it in Dubai. I guess when you have a dictatorship, <laughs> you can do shit like that. I don't know. It's kind of crazy over there. I apologize for nothing. I'll tell you one story, though. I was outside. It was Ramadan. It's the high holy Muslim day. There's like frigging no people there. And I'm outside, and I'm eating a sandwich outside of my hotel room, which is on the as an apartment on the Palm Island in Dubai. Mr. Crypto, it's, a, it's so freaking hot, you can't stay outside. You can't be outside. You can't. It's too hot during the day. Everything happens at night. Muslims, they decide to pray and do all that crap. And I'm eating a sandwich. A guy comes up to me. The guy was hosting me. He says, dude, you can do that out in the Palm. Because if you were downtown, you're eating... And it's frigging Ramadan. He goes, they'll lock you up, shave your head, put you in jail, and, get, and they'll ask you for your plane ticket. And as soon as your frigging plane ticket goes, they'll drive you to the airport and they'll escort you on the plane. And you'll get your ass out of here. That's how they do it in Dubai. Gang, stop this crazy thing! But they're building a Bitcoin tower. And that's, <laughs> and that's the point of the story. Here's the first look. You're hearing it first on the Dana Crypto Show, the first FM radio show now podcast. Boston Podcast Network, that is, and it will be, the Dana Crypto Show. You can find me there, man, but I'm on a, I'm like Apple and Spotify, all of them. So in this interview, that the project combined two of his passions would be Web3, and they're going to put a virtual one and a, 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 a literal one. Now, the stuff that they do over in this country, it's, it's, it's absolutely insane. Everybody should go to Dubai once. You got to get there. You got to see what's happening in the world. There is so much friggin' money. I don't, and it's built by slaves, by the way. Dubai built by slaves. This Bitcoin tower that they're going to build with all the DOA and Web three and all the high tech shit, it's built by slaves. I saw it. I saw it. Hey, what happened? Here's the story. I'm going across from Dubai to Abu Dhabi. It's nothing but freaking desert, dude. It's like 120 degrees. It's hot, man. It's really freaking hot. And I'm with these two guys. I kind of know them. But Jesus, all they had to do was say, get out of the car. And Mr. Crypto would have been dead. You wouldn't have survived that heat. We saw freaking camels and shit. So anyway, we were going to an eco city. That's a whole nother story. So I'm crossing the city and I look and in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of a freaking desert, I see this huge, ginormous freaking building. It was huge. I said to my 
sponsor or a guy who's hooking me up. He was kind of sketchy. He hooked me up. I stayed, the apartment I stayed into was owned by the Russian mob. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and so I didn't know this. I went in there. I'm like, holy shit. But you have to just go with the flow when you're in Dubai, dude. I'm by myself. What am I going to do? So anyway, we're going over this freaking thing. And I, I go, what is that? It's like this giant factory. Oh, that's a labor camp, man. Labor camp? What, what does that mean? So when you're downtown and they're building this ginormous city for the future, you see all these guys in blue jumpsuits and school buses, like, like lots of them, and they're all doing all the work. And they're Pakistani and Hindu, and, dude, it's the greatest exploitation of humanity that you ever want to see in your life. So these guys come over, and they pay them like 200 bucks a month, and then they grab their passports, and they're prisoners. They're slaves. You are a fucking slave, dude. You are a slave. And I, I said to the dude, I go, what is that? I go, what's that thing over there? He goes, oh, that houses, uh, that's a work, uh, that houses the workers. I go, really? How many? Wait for it. 80,000 people. 80,000 Pakistanis, Hindus, immigrants, people have been taken advantage of. And they're building this beautiful city and they're making all these Arab sheiks, dude. And I met with a sheik, dude. I met with this dude. He sat with down with him, man. I had to meet him at night. I guess Allah doesn't. It was Ramadan. He can't come out in the daytime, but I guess Allah fucking goes to sleep at night. I guess. I don't know. So I meet this sheiky guy, man. And he, we're talking to him. He's perfect English. This guy, he was gaming it, man. Born over there. Born there. Raised there. However, the dude went to freaking UNH, University of New Hampshire. He knew America. He dressed with the thing on his head. The whole turban and all that shit. And, and I'm looking at the guy, and I'm talking to him, and it was like talking to an American. He was gaming the system. He goes, I'll never go to your country. He goes, you think I could go through the airport dressed like I do? He goes, you know how much prejudice I go? He goes, I know your system. I went to UNH. He goes, I've got a degree from the University of New Hampshire, and I'm in freaking Dubai. Outside of the cafe, smoking a hookah with this dude. All right. And uh, it was crazy. He owned a huge landscaping company. I was trying to start a green roofing business over there. And that's a whole nother story. But I got off to, I got off a little bit on that. So let's talk about this. In Dubai, they're building this giant infrastructure. And it's going to be based on Bitcoin and crypto. And they do some crazy stuff over there. And, and you got to tune into that. So, so, so just follow me. I'm going to be posting on this as I find out more information. Because this is just coming over the wire. Because you hear it hot, dang hot, real hot on the Dana Crypto Show. And life is good, man. Everything is happening in your face. You don't know. Don't, don't go by America. If you're listening to me and you're, over the, and, you're, and you're not in America, don't come here. Please don't come here. It's not a good place. Well, I live in a good place. But most places aren't good. It's just the whole, the whole political system sucks. Everybody's fighting everybody. They're gaming the system. Throwing people under the bus, that type of thing. That's how we work. That's how we roll. Anyway, I'm going to cut it short this week. You're listening to the Dana Crypto Show. Always remember, here on the Dana Crypto Show, we believe in a few basic principles. We believe in a level playing field. We believe that everyone should have equal access and opportunity to all things that make us healthier and wealthier as a nation. We believe the talent is distributed equally, but opportunity, well, it's not... The way we do commerce is changing. The revolution is here. And hopefully by becoming a fan of the Dana Crypto Show, you too can get in on the game. My name is Dana. Yeah, Mr. Crypto. Mutants, freaks, and crypto files. I am your king.